This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And everyone's been talking about UFOs this week. Such a, such a hot topic mm-hmm. uh, due to the number of UFOs that have been shot down over North America in the past 10 days or so. It's a little odd. <laughs> Considerably more UFOs being shot down this past week than any other week in my life that I can remember. Yeah, for real. But they keep saying that... The, the thing that bugs me is they're not saying 100% this is not aliens. Like, just say it's not aliens so we can move on with our lives. Like, I know. Hey, we're really sure it's not aliens. Well, really sure isn't it's not. Yeah, or one guy, I forget which one he was, but he was an American official, and he's like, well, we can't rule out any possibilities. Can we just rule out that one? Here is U.S. President Joe Biden talking about the UFOs that have been shot down by the Air Force. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. And one of those organizations may be the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. (laughs) What? That is the best name of a club. The Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade um, have said that they let some balloons go up in the air. It's a hobbyist balloon club. And they launch small balloons with trackers on them so they can track them as they float around the world. These are balloons that cost twelve to one hundred and eighty dollars, depending on the uh, the size. Yeah, they do this to like follow the Gulf Stream or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's like people who still uh, get on their their ham radios or their CBs. You sure. know, it's just throwback. Something they do for a hobby. Um, so the Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade say they lost contact with one of their balloons on February tenth near Alaska. That's also around the same time. The U.S. military used a Sidewinder missile to shoot something down in that same area. These seem a little overkill. <laughs> I think they shot a missile at one of these balloons. I think it was the one over the Great Lakes, and they missed the first time. Yeah. Where does that missile go? It I went sure into the lake, in the air, luckily. It? Oh, okay. it went into the lake and <sighs> not into somebody's cottage. <laughs> but, yeah, it, uh, it's... It's... Now a possibility that this was just a hobby balloon. They say it was floating around 39,000 feet, which is also about right for the object that was shot out of the sky. It's all circumstantial evidence at this point, but there's a good chance that at least one of these UFOs was courtesy of the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Mm, Great marketing, though, for the club. (laughs) They might get a movie named after them. Or maybe some more members at the very least. Yeah, can we just stop calling them UFOs? I like UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Just because UFO has such a connotation of aliens, like, it's not accurate. Why don't we call it probably a balloon? A (laughs) P-A-B. A P-A-B. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, our Super Bowl bet was loser needs to post feet pictures online and any money that's made from the feet pictures, the winner gets to keep. So uh, we're doing a photo shoot here in the studio today featuring 
My feet, Taz's feet. Mm-hmm. And this is a hot topic right now. Um, we were talking OnlyFans. There's Foot Finder is another foot fetish website. And then there's uh, WikiFeet, uh, apparently. We know this because the band The Beaches tweeted this yesterday. Introducing people to WikiFeet is my fave thing because if we have to be on it, I want to take everyone down with me. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is the one where whoever is running the site will scour through celebrities' uh, Instagram and social media posts to see if they have any feet pics, and then they will, on by their own, post them, label it as that celebrity, and then if you like that celebrity, you can go to WikiFeet. And see what their feet look yeah, like. Yeah, and then rate it, I think, as well. And the beaches are apparently already on there. I want to Google, but I don't. I feel like I don't want to encourage it. I almost feel like, why would they post that unless they wanted us to look at their feet? Why aren't they saying that? They say, we're on there, so now we're going to drag everybody down this mess with us, right? Well, well, they want everyone else to get their feet posted on there, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they go on, there's a response here, don't look, just know it exists. So if you don't want us to look, don't tell us about it. Yeah, true. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we got a call here. This is foot fetish related. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. Hi. I just wanted to comment about your contest, like the humiliation. Um, I just opened up a feet finder account. Like, it's hard out there. No, I need a side hustle. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that as a side hustle. And I just wanted to comment before you do your photo shoot, you might want to put some booty or some cleavage in there because after you pay to have the account, that's what you get to see is other people's profiles, and there's a lot of booty and cleavage in there. Okay, so it's not so, just about the feet. Right. Like, if you want to make the paper. I know, like, you don't want to make it. But well, I want Taz it. to make it. Is oh, it's that- Jim. Sorry, I didn't even realize I was talking to Jim. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's no, both I get to of keep us, the yeah. Money. So, yeah, I'm just saying you might want to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. You want to make a little paper. Hmm. Well, I, maybe the booty, not so much the booby. Taz might not be able to pull that yeah. off. But get a Show some crotch cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Treasure trail? Yeah, what are a couple treasure trail shots? Where does it end? <laughs> so how much do you charge for a photo of your feet? Well, I'm just getting into it. Like my photo shoots with my girl tomorrow, my nail and lash lady. Her and I are doing this together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're getting some ideas going. But I did open my account. And you have to pay, like, a fee to have the account. Dang it. That's on you, Jim. <sighs> so it's a, yeah, yeah, service charge. I didn't know I had to invest. I picked a premium, so I have access to everything. And then if it doesn't work out, like, I want to do, like, a three-month trial thing and see if I make money off of it. And I got nice feet. I've been told I got nice feet. So hmm. Worth a shot. This is also great for any guys listening who are going to get in trouble for being on Feet Finder. You can just say, no, I was looking at Taz's feet. That's it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everybody seems to be doing it these days. Why not? There's no shame, right? Thanks for the tips. I'm, I'm thinking the market might be oversaturated, which I'm happy about. <laughs> this is like a microbrewery circa 2015. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. There's too many feet on the <laughs> internet. Good. Nobody's going to be looking for mine. I that. Peacock, it's really annoying, and I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You wanna see your peacock? Got, got. Cocoon. I wanna see your peacock. Got, You wanna see your peacock? Got, got. I wanna see your peacock. Got, got. Your peacock. Got, got.
Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is with us, and NBA All-Star Weekend is upon us. It's upon us, and the NBA does it right. The NBA does it much better than the NHL. The big featured uh, moment for the entire All-Star game is tomorrow night. It's the entire skills challenge. They do uh, a skills challenge, three-point contest, but the big moment of the entire night is the slam dunk contest. There was supposed to be some Canadian content in in this Shaden from Sharp. London, right? Yeah, Shaden Sharp is from London. He was announced as one of the competitors for the slam dunk contest, but decided to not compete. He wants to focus on the second half of the season for the Portland Trailblazers, which I appreciate. But also, oh, the the slam dunk competition is not like the home run uh, derby in Major League Baseball, where you kind of change your swing to hit home runs. It's just dunks. So I feel like he can do both. But that's good news for the. Portland Trailblazers that he's committed to them. He's averaging about 20 minutes a game, so he wants to improve on that. So I, I have no issues with that, but he was the favorite to win really? the slam dunk yeah. competition. Oh, that, that would like have been great. Because it's a great marketing opportunity. I mean, like, and Vince the guy's Carter. from London, Ontario. Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he's got incredible verticals. Like, he's had so many highlight reel dunks already this season. I mean, I, I, I understand it, but also I don't, I don't think it really interrupts your season. So it's a shame. However, however... There is a guy who is competing who I'm excited to see uh, participate. Mac McClung is a six foot two white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more, Dev. <laughs> so with, am I. With, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever dunked before, Taz? Have you ever tried? Can, can you have I it? tried? Yes. Can I dunk now? No. Like maybe, maybe. I could have like a terrible barely dunk in high school Touched if I win, was lucky. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Max got some big hops. Like he's got a big vertical. And here's the <laughs> what, what's really interesting about him is he has spent most of this year in the G League. So he's barely been in the NBA. He's now with the Philadelphia 76ers, but because he has this reputation as being a big dunker, he's in the uh, competition and here's why I think he's going to win. He has more on the line than anyone else in the slam dunk competition because it is what you said, Jim. It's an opportunity to market yourself. And so if he can win the slam dunk competition, he can show all these other teams like, hey, I'm a guy you should be signing for the entire season. I also would need to use a mini ball. <laughs> foam one your kid uses <laughs> if I was going to dunk in high school yeah that's a you don't realize I've been to two NBA all-star games we've talked about this before but being in a room with some of these players they I'm six foot two which is considered relatively tall in, in daily life you get in a room with these guys and I'm like the shortest guy there mm-hmm. it, it's wild Where's Muggsy when you need him, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nate Robinson uh, previously won the uh, slam dunk competition three times. He's like 5'9". Yeah, yeah, he was awesome back in the day. Yeah, but like those guys, you don't appreciate how good they are at jumping. Well, yeah, I I just love to be I love to be side by side with Shaq just one day, just because just to see like how many of me are going to like is like am I like three me's to one Shaq? <laughs> I show this picture to everybody. Uh, I have it on my phone. Uh, my friend Jordan Sanders went with me, and he played semi pro basketball over in Portugal. So he's t- he's I think he's six foot seven. He's taller than me, 
And I have a picture of him standing next to Mark Eaton, <laughs> NBA legend from the Phoenix Suns. And he looks like Mark Eaton's prom date. <laughs> like, seriously, the guy is is a head taller than Jordan at six foot seven. There's some massive dudes who wouldn't even need to jump to dunk. Today is also, by the way, Michael Jordan's birthday. He turned Happy 60 birthday, today MJ. To, to, to MJ. I'm sure he's going to, is he going to do a little party? Oh, at the All Star Weekend, Jordan's Salt Lake City, be hanging out with Charles Oakley and all those guys, and and doing his. I, I love the Oakley and Jordan stories because Oakley, still a grown man now in his sixties, will act as Jordan's bodyguard later in life. So they'll be in a club, and Oakley will like keep people away from Jordan. When they're sitting. <laughs> elbows up, elbows up. All Star Weekend in the NBA. Thanks, Dev. The Taz and Jim Podcast. What is the cost of marijuana going to do now that uh, the government is saying they are lowering the price when they sell weed to distribute distributors? Yeah, well, this caught my interest because the headline said, Ontario Cannabis Store Reduces Price Margins. And you go, oh, great, that means the consumers are going to be saving some money here. But if you're not familiar, the Ontario Cannabis Store, a.k.a. OCS, is basically the governing board for Ontario Cannabis. Like the LCBO for weed. Exactly. Uh, They are reducing their prices, but only as a wholesaler. So the pot shops will be getting a discount of the weed because I guess they are struggling to make ends meet. And I knew things were bad. I had heard a few specific companies had lost millions. So I just I Googled like how much money has Canada lost uh, so far with legalizing weed. And uh, cannabis investors in Canada have lost $131 billion so far. <laughs> I, how this is possible, I have no idea. Is that just people who are investing in... Uh in marijuana stores, or is it people who are investing in marijuana stock as well? Marijuana I, stock and the people who invested in these companies, yeah, these yeah. farms. Because I know a lot of people, it was the boom, it was the Wild West, everyone's like, you got to buy uh, pot stocks. And I have some friends who did very well because yeah. they sold at the right time. But We met a guy have... from Leamington who transitioned from tomatoes to weed, got oh, yeah. out three years ago, made a killing. Yeah. I could, he said it out loud, I couldn't believe how much money he made. Yeah, but if you held on to it, It's kind of like that Bitcoin thing. You miss the sweet spot. Sure. Well, if the government wants to make it up, they can just put more tax on alcohol. (laughs) This is uh, apparently what they're doing, but there is a new ad campaign lobbying against raising taxes on beer specifically, Jim. Yes, there is a 6.3% tax increase coming April 1st, and who knows more about alcohol than these two legendary Canadians, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Good day, I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? Why don't you tax some other stuff, eh? Like yams, confetti, or liver, eh? I hate liver. Leave beer alone, eh? A message from Beer Canada. Stop the hike. Visit hereforbeer.ca. Take a hike, Ottawa. We drink responsibly. So tax responsibly. (laughs) We don't like it, eh? (laughs) (laughs) It's a real PSA. There should be a sequel to Strange Brew. Now that marijuana is legal in Canada, you should have Cheech and Chong meet Bob and Doug. Can you imagine? What? Box the smash. Dude, that's a great idea, actually. And maybe get Scooby-Doo and the gang in there as well. (laughs) Now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock.
Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Are you here to eat your words, Dev? I am not here to eat my words. Uh, Maybe I will come uh, next week, but uh, Tiger Woods had a very good first round at the Genesis Invitational out in California. He was by far the biggest draw yesterday. He was getting the biggest uh, crowds, the biggest cheers. He had a uh, 269. However... He's still five shots off the lead. You know, it's weird. Earlier in the week, I can't remember who it was, Jim, but somebody was saying Tiger Woods needs to hang up the clubs and retire. Yeah, washed up, denigrating his legacy, (laughs) I think, maybe was said. I still feel he should retire because here's the thing. People are super excited about Tiger shooting a 69 and being five shots off the lead. That's not Tiger Woods. Am I wrong? The man's still a star, and he's still in the top what? Would he be in the top 20? No. Oh. He, hasn't play- <laughs> he hasn't played since last July. I mean, you can't... I mean, in the tournament so far. I don't mean like Oh, yeah, in the rankings. tournament, yes. Yeah, yeah. Not in the world, but in the tournament, absolutely. He's like, he's, he's, he's near the leaderboard. He's in the hunt. Can he go the four rounds? Because as he has said, it's not a question of him being able to make the shots. He can make the shots. And yesterday, he was making some big shots. He finished with a couple uh, birdies to end his round. The issue is the durability and walking the course four days in a row. Let me ask you this, Dev. Do you think you're as good as you were 10 years ago? I think I'm better. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But I also haven't had like 17 surgeries on my face and throat, you know? like (laughs) Which is your moneymaker. Which is my moneymaker. Everyone who knows me knows I'm a hunk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a face and throat man. (laughs) You're telling me that bum chin you're sporting is 100% natural? I find that hard to believe. (laughs) That looks surgically enhanced for sure. All natural. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> if Tiger's enjoying playing and he wants to continue to play, why wouldn't he? As I've said before, I am all for pro athletes getting every last drop they can from their pro athlete experience. I'm such a fan of Tiger. I just don't like people patting him on the head saying, oh, that's a good first round there, buddy, as if it's like his first time ever playing golf. (laughs) He's not Tiger Woods, the GOAT. Some of our listeners came to your defense and said as soon as Wayne Gretzky started going downhill, he could have kept on playing. He could have kept on patting his stats, but he said, I'm not playing the way I want to. I'm going to step away. And I want to leave while I'm on top of my game. And Tiger's not doing that. Basically, he's in that, like, Tiger Woods is at 892 goals. He could go for 900, but he could also just walk away. Whenever he walks away, he's still going to be the GOAT. I just don't like the idea of 269, five shots off the lead, being like, woo! Like a, a source for excitement for Tiger Woods. If this builds towards a victory, great, but I don't see it happening. If this is what we're getting from Devin Peacock in 2023, imagine how terrible this segment would have been 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, unerrable. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. The Taz- this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Is the uh, is the Footfinder site live, Jim? She is. You can find it under Tazzy's Toes. T a z z y s t o e s. All one word. Tazzy's Toes. Toes. Feetfinder.com. I could have put it behind a subscription paywall, but no, it's open to anybody who wants to check it out. It did not work on my personal work computer. We do have a firewall or whatever you want, a uh, censorship thing or whatever for adult uh, content. So. 
I couldn't do it at work, but I took it off Wi-Fi and I could do it on my phone. Uh, so we're good to go here. But you have to pay for the pictures. You could get like a high res photo, and I I, I lowballed them. I uh, five bucks. Five dollars to see the high res pictures. Yeah, of my feet. yeah. I don't want to price this out of the market here, and I don't really know what we're working with or how quality these these feet are. Yeah, it's funny though because you have to give them a title that like each photo has a different title slash name. A What's the first one? Just called Tazzy's Toes. First pick. Um, does Taz have feet for radio? Here he is dipping his toe into the foot fetish game. What do you think? <laughs> Go Chiefs. <laughs> It's funny, too, because you can pick the price, and you could also pick the category. It's a drop-down menu. And we all know, like, adult sites have the categories and stuff like sure. that. But I was f- shocked the first of three suggestions. Uh, it's all alphabetical, so it starts with numbers. Select a category. Twelve toes. Oh, wow. No, that's Six not me. Six toes or nine toes. You're just rolling with ten toes, which isn't an option, but... I didn't know that 12, 6, or 9 toes were common enough to have their own category, but here we are. Um, what do we got? Uh, amateur. That's us. Yes. Yeah. Angel. You know what? I'm going to put you in for Asian babe as well, just to mix <laughs> things up. <laughs> Ballerina. Banana. These are the categories. Big butts. Colombian. Curly. Dancer. Dark hair. I think we'll stick with amateur for now. Yeah. You know? Well, we're also getting some text messages here as the photo shoot of my feet continues. And if you're just tuning in wondering why we're doing this, I lost our Super Bowl bet. I took the Eagles. Jim went with Kansas City, obviously, and um, that's why I am uh, posing here for a foot fetish photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jim is able to uh, use these pictures for whatever he wants, and he's posting them on Foot Finder. Oh. I found a category that might work for you. Flat-chested. <laughs> okay, yes. This will stick with Where's, amateur. Okay, sorry. Music. But we are getting some text radio. messages here. People uh, letting us know what type of foot pictures they'd <laughs> like to see. Dave says, I would like to see Taz's feet being tickled with a peacock feather by <laughs> Devin Peacock. Oh, man. That would be something. Get those feet in some jello. Ugh. See, I don't want to make a mess. You need to have Taz try and hold a microphone with his feet. I don't think anyone else who uses these microphones in the studio would appreciate me putting my feet up even close to them. True, true. Uh, Do the naughty librarian with your feet, Taz. Put a pencil in between your toes on one (laughs) foot and then a pair of glasses on the other foot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll set them on a stack of hardcover novels as well. That's a good one. We'll do the sexy librarian. librarian. That's funny. Uh, Wrap a scarf around his toes and legs and have him stand outside in the snow. Okay. Maybe. Uh, We do have a couple props over here. Are you ready to take the next picture? I think so. What do you got? I got a couple stacks of compact discs. Oh, throwback. You know, and it kind of works with the theme of of us being on the radio and playing music. I'll put a couple CDs in between my toes here. Yeah, pinch them good. And I'll... I'll, I'm going to get a different angle here. I'll go down on the the CD. I'm not going down on the CD covers. Bad choice of words there. There you go. There we go. CDs in between the toes. Yep. And we will throw these directly in the garbage once we're done <laughs> taking the photos. Okay. There we go. Drop those. Here, man. <laughs> uh, 
I'm glad this day's almost over. Well, the internet is forever, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you tell? Has anyone it. paid money to buy my my initial pictures yet? Nothing yet. Zero views. I'm Zero. sorry. Okay. Oh, one view. There we go. This is how it begins. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. New in theaters this weekend. You've got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. Like a satellite for deep space, but Quanta. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now! That's not good. <laughs> I saw the movie last night. Yeah? Here's my spoiler-free review. Okay. It was okay. <laughs> That's it, huh? <laughs> it was okay. There was parts... Like, I'm a big uh, fan of shrinking movies. Inner Space, oh, really? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, classics. Absolute classics. I, I love the whole premise and the possibilities of Ant-Man. Um... The problem is they shrink him down too small here. Too small? Too small. He's in the quantum realm, so he's like tinier than cells, basically. Um, I, I like when you're small and like a pencil looks big I next like that. to you. I like that when you use it as like a jousting thing or right. something like that. I do love that. But yeah. I like those visuals. When you shrink down in the Marvel Universe, you might as well just be in outer space. It's it, like the it same thing. Very Star Wars-esque once they're down in the quantum realm. And... Way too CGI-ish. Can can somebody make a costume (laughs) for one of these movies? Truly. Like, even the costumes, you can tell that they're computer-generated, and it's just distracting to me. Yeah, because Iron Man's was, but they kind of pulled it off. It was practical. No, the first Iron Man, they actually... The first one, for sure, but by the end... By the end, it's just everything's computer-generated. I think they can't put people in real costumes anymore in these movies because... It'll look too real next to all the the computer generated stuff that's going on. Yeah, yeah. They should bring back the eighties big sets. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Flash Gordon style. Like really, this movie you watch it and nothing looks practical. Nothing looks real. Nothing looks like you could reach out and touch it. Hmm. There, there were some cool uh, aspects to the story. The villain Kang the Conqueror is pretty menacing. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty freaky. They've, they've pulled him off well. Um, but another thing that drives me crazy in movies is when one character keeps a secret from everyone else for no reason at all. <laughs> that could have solved everything at the start? Yes! Aww. Yeah! And, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, she's been in the quantum realm, and she knows what's going on down there, but there's no explanation as to why she doesn't just tell everybody about the problems that they're about to face. Was Paul Rudd still charming and affable? Yes. He's still he's still good. Ant-Man and Quantumania in theaters this weekend. Kids will like it, probably. Okay. Yeah, my nephews loved it. Okay, something to do on family day then, maybe? Rolling Stones coming up in minutes here. It's Taz and Jim. This the Taz and Jim Podcast. A stupid criminal story here. <laughs> you have the right to remain stupid! Okay, how's Gretzky work into this? 
Well, there's a, a small town outside of Edmonton that's a hobby shop. So they sell, you know, all sorts of different hobby things, including baseball and hockey cards. On February 5th, there was a break and enter and like $60,000 worth of collectibles was stolen, including a very rare Wayne Gretzky card worth about $2,200. So this hobby owner realizes when these things get stolen, you're, you're probably never going to get them back. Um, so he was pretty pessimistic. But like I said, February 5th is when that break-in happened. About a week later, someone 40 kilometers away tried to sell the very w- rare Wayne Gretzky card in Edmonton. The uh, owner of that store realized what was going on immediately because it just happened next door, basically. Called the cops. Uh, the cops found out who this guy was knocked on his door and found all of the memorabilia, basically, except for a few items that he had successfully stolen. But they got the Wayne Gretzky card back. Uh, They also found, oh, what do we got here? Semi-auto rifle, some crystal meth. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, a real... um, Hodgepodge. His own hobby store going on there, (laughs) I would say. Uh, he was a 35-year-old dude, and uh, I guess I guess the owner of the hobby store got about $35,000 worth of, of his hobby stuff back. So not all of it, but a decent amount. Uh, this guy also had stolen mail, <laughs> so he's just stealing whatever he could get. Uh, and he's, he's been charged with multiple charges here, including break and enter. Not a criminal mastermind by any no. means. If you're taking something that is ultra rare... And trying to sell it 40 kilometers away at another hobby shop. Two weeks later. You know those hobby shop guys, they got a nice little tight-knit community going. They, they, if they lose something, they yeah. contact all the other hobby shops and say, hey, keep your eyes open for this thing. Have you not seen Pawn Stars? They always got a guy, they're calling each other, getting prices. You got it. Mm-hmm. So, arrested. Arrested. He's uh, going to court February 28th. Uh... He it's not looking good. Unsafe storage of a firearm, possession of an unauthorized firearm, uh, controlled stu- substance, <laughs> four counts of failing to comply with a release order. His life's not going in a great direction. Might as well add stupidity to that list. You have the right to remain stupid. <laughs>